0: in five four three two one hey everyone welcome back to episode eight of the moon tea podcast where we discuss craft community and the pursuit of a meaningful career i'm john this is Hugh right over there (laughs) i'm here right here hello (laughs) and yeah let's get let's get into it well how's it going (laughs) good dude i feel like we start this
1: off every time a little bit what are we going to talk about today i don't know
0: <laughs> when i was when i was editing the podcast like usually we'll close and then we'll talk a little bit more and i was listening to it and i was like ah this could be in the podcast too it's, it's yeah a, it's a funny feeling
1: <laughs> i wonder how we do that just cut in sound bites someday yeah Yeah, I feel like that's when you get even more raw.
0: We're like, tell me more about (laughs) struggle. Okay. (laughs) And then then we'll go from two people listening to just you and me and then like someone dropping in for like five minutes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But hey, we we put it out there and... If you're listening, shout out to you. I oh, don't know. I think we they've just dropped off. I think we have like an average listen rate of no. like seven minutes. <laughs> see, no. we love you. Please, please stay. <laughs> uh, what do you want to talk about today, though? Let's see. Let's see. What
1: what's our hook to keep people on really quick? What do we want to talk about? We don't need a hook. The hook we is
0: just, we're just authentically ourselves. Dude, Doge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: question mark <laughs> yeah doge i don't know do you have dutch i do I, I had a i had like about like a four hundred dollars worth a few months ago oh nice yeah it was It it's just on <laughs> it's now like 2500 <laughs> <Nice. laughs> it's kind of weird i'm like uh Maybe it dropped a bit today. It went down like seven cents, but I'm just, I'm just holding it. I don't really, it's kind of a gimmick coin and I don't fully trust it, but I just bought it because some of my friends did. And that's like the first crypto that they ever got in on. Cause I've been the guy who's been like, we should buy some crypto, We should, you know, and some Bitcoin or Ethereum or mainly Bitcoin. And then they tell me they went and bought Doge. And I'm like, oh my God, why Doge is your first coin? But it was good. Actually, I think it's a good gateway. And I think it's a really fun experience for a lot of people. So I, I hope for the best.
0: <laughs> yeah. Some people in the Bitcoin maximalist community will hate on Doge because they're just like, oh, it's they're not taking it seriously. But honestly, the kind of people who would be into Doge are the kind of people that eventually could be like into Bitcoin and yeah. everything else. Yeah. And it's not, it's not people who 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 are like, cypherpunks talking about like studying monetary policy in their free time. Who who like gravitate towards Doge. It's it's people who, I mean, many kinds of people. But I I feel like the kind of people who like who like Doge are just like not taking it seriously and and just being like, oh, this is funny. This is a meme. Okay, and like yeah, that's that's one way to like start to learn more about crypto.
1: Yeah, that's the thing that I love most about it, actually. It started off as a meme coin, as people can see within a quick Google search. And the guy made it as just a troll coin. But then the community, there's like the subreddit of it. And I kind of, when I was really looking into it a few months ago, I was like, oh, they actually have quite a lot of fun persona and a light air to them. I don't know about now because of the dilution due to just a lot of market dynamics and people coming in. But back in the day x number of years it was just a really lighthearted community that'd be like hey give me doge for free or let me tip doge to you you were great they even mm-hmm. funded a, a bobsled team to the olympics or something like that with doge Maybe it was like
0: nascar okay yeah, nascar yeah
1: and i think that's a really cool thing so i totally agree with you just the people that are plopping into it are just normal people that kind of aren't have other things to do in life and they're not They they don't get afraid of the price tag on it because it's really quote unquote cents on the dollar right and so i think it's a really cool way for people to get introduced like i i personally wish that bitcoin was really talked about in like micro bitcoins (laughs) like satoshi's Mm -hmm. really and then the whole conversation would be different because it's not like a tesla share where it's or amazon share where it's three thousand dollars for a share or berkshire hathaway Mm -hmm. for 200k it's a Bitcoin is not only 56K, it's, as we all know, a Satoshi, which is 0. 0.0001 pennies. And that's like the, the minimal divisible unit right now. Um, but to each their own. I guess one day we'll get to Satoshis. But right now, it's just so expensive, quote unquote. But really, it's not. Yeah, is cool. Beware, though. It's got a 5% inflation rate every day, every year, every year. <laughs> Every day, it like inflates by 1.2 million, and just to keep the uh, same nice. price, I guess. Yeah, yeah. What is it? 5.24 billion new Doge tokens are then added to the pool every year. And it's got wow. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude. You know, a fun fact. Did you know when they were mining this super? And it was. They made it so trolly that when you were mining, uh, mining for those people who know when you have a crypto a blockchain tech, the miners are the people that kind of dig for the coins and race to break the algorithmic number. That's like a, and whoever breaks that little code wins a reward. And that's how you get new crypto on, on a chain. And so with Dogecoin, they made it so memey that whoever won that reward and mined that block, they would get either between either one and a million Dogecoins (laughs) and it was just a random value (laughs) and so that's how the first that's how it came to be (laughs) like wow and so uh, as people may or may not know right now there's a consistent there's usually consistency with each block reward and the block reward size for miners who win that that race but but Doge
0: is just like yeah let me just poke jest at this whole thing (laughs) uh that's funny is it's still like that
1: I don't know anymore about, I, I want to look into it more. I just haven't had the time. I don't know how the mining things work anymore because I, I, I think they've like, it's not like Bitcoin when you, I don't know how it works where new things are getting mined every day. I don't know about the hobbings or if they have hobbings, I don't know much about it, but they, like they, they didn't even have a development team until about four months ago, three months ago, once the price spiked back and you're like, they were just a fork. And of of the code base of whatever it was. And then, I don't know, probably Bitcoin, but I don't know. Don't quote me. And then they didn't have a dev team that was really innovating on it. But now they're back in action. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I'm just thinking, huh, if I ever get really bored, maybe I'll join that team. Try to, try to do an RFC, mm-hmm. uh, like a commit for that, just to be like, I participated in a blockchain. But <laughs> it's probably a bit less high barred <laughs> for entry. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Have you ever looked at the Bitcoin core code?
1: I I want to. So I I was writing. No, 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 I haven't. I've been, I was looking at their, the BIPs, the blockchain, the BIPs, like the, the, there's like, you know how like ERC on Ethereum is like ERC20, ERC1556 and stuff for the different protocol introductions of the new things that they either want people to take on. I think they're called BIPs in blockchain, in Bitcoin, BIPs. Um, I don't know. And so you can go through all of those. So I went through that whole thing in their Git repo, but I've never looked through the code code exactly. Oh, is that like a tutorial? No, it's on, it's on the repos. So that's how they do, you know, like an RFC and a GitHub repo where they're like requests for comments. They just have a different name for them in the blockchain community as a developer. So for block Bitcoin, I think it's BIPs, but really I'll have to look this up and we can put it in the show notes below. And for Ethereum, I think it's like ERCs or something. Ethereum requests for comments. Oh. ERC. ERC20 is the introduction of XYZ, of uh, DAP tokens or whatever. And then like ERC731 is when non-fungible tokens came about. So that's why we now have NFTs. It's like in the 700s. I don't remember which ERC it is. yeah, on Bitcoin, it's at like 1,556 or something, 1,500s now. But yeah, if you have to catch up on Bitcoin protocol introductions, that's how you do it.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I was just looking at the GitHub code. Mm -hmm. And uh, interesting thing is there are a bunch of pull requests. There are a bunch of issues. But (laughs) there's no... There are only like a few core developers. And so like very few things get merged into into the, whatever the main branch is. Mm -hmm. And then like random people will just like make random PRs. So some people might, they're like, might be a cool feature that just sits, that just sits there for a long time. Because yes, there's sense no, sense. like, there's no, like, one person who is a, uh, who is, like, some, archi- like, Bitcoin architect. Like, it's just a bunch of people that, like, vote on so how cool. something should run. But it's cool. It's, it's open source.
1: Yeah. So I'm looking at it right now on GitHub, right? So you've got oh, Bitcoin. Yeah. And so the repo, you see all the different forks of it, the different stars mm-hmm. and everything. And here's the Bitcoin core page, right? So yeah, this is what John's talking about if you're watching on YouTube. But the thing I was mentioning was also the BIPs, so Bitcoin improvement proposals. And so that's right here. And right here is where you'll see everything that goes through. So um, pretty cool stuff. Like if you look for,
0: you know, Ethereum, ERC, Uh, Githubs,
1: you should be able to see the EIP issues as well. And um, right here. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, anyways, I really wanted to just see the the 21, which is, this is it. That's the one that all the dApps are built off of, which is kind of cool. That's like Um, why we have so many different... Things in the top ten, you know, coin market caps. Whoa,
0: interesting! All of these,
1: like Coinbase, basically most of Coinbase, um, are Ethereum DApps. If mm-hmm. you look into it, so yeah, like card, like a lot of these, um, are well, these ones that these ones are actually forks, so they're they're standalones. But a lot of the things like, I think Beach. Oh man. Yeah, I need to look into it. But a lot of these are, are built off of um, yeah. Ethereum as a dApps. Yeah,
0: pretty cool. That is very cool. Hmm. Dude. It'll be cool to see what what Bitcoin is or like what blockchain and like what kind of applications it lets us have and like what it does for society like 10 years from now yeah because i think in i think in 1999 like yeah you had pets.com and you had uh these websites where you could buy stuff online but i don't think people would have expected amazon like the way the way it is right now
1: Um, no no actually
0: actually i'm wrong there are some people who expected it bill gates wrote a book and it was like 1997 or something he wrote a book that basically he was right about every single prediction he was just like yeah people are gonna work from their computers they're gonna work remotely uh like yeah he had all these predictions they were all right I mean, amazing. A
1: sense of, not a prediction but it's basically coming true but something that i think was going to happen is there's going to be people who who never adapt and just kind of stay in work office culture but after the pandemic ha- has hit and a lot of people go remote and they see how much they save in uh, physical space rentals and stuff they're going to try to stay remote but then a lot of people are going to start saying you know I miss that community aspect of working and just dropping by people's tables. So something I think is going to happen one day, especially with the rise and thinking about just NFTs. It's really interesting in my opinion is how you've got like VR kind of happening, but I do think that there might be a day where we're kind of working at home, but we're in that quote unquote, it's, it's a taboo world, like cyber world or virtual world, but. It's really cool in the sense that it's not just the working office spaces, but you can actually have these NFT artwork pieces directly in that world as well. And then you can have different art galleries. And then um, as you have your, say we have a VR headset on that doesn't hurt your face for hours. When you're in it, the cool thing about that reality is that you're able to create art installations that are larger than anything we can see in the real world. And you can take those pixels and you're basically like creating art and paying for pixel real estate and, and doing some really, really beautiful things because there's so much detail and finesse you can get into them. And then with that, I think there's going to be a whole layer. So you've got the world and you've got globalization and you've got the global GDP of X amount. And that's just all of our commerce. But once this extra world, which is being built out right now of the web 3.0 and the quote unquote, they call it the metaverse and NFTs and this whole VR space and, and remote digital work culture space and blockchain tech, I think that there's going to be a whole layer that is already showing that we're basically going to have the world GDP physically. And then we're going to double that GDP ability by going into a virtual layer as well so we're kind of drilling down and then one day we'll expand to be multiplanetary and such but right now that's the next step to i think how we grow even more with regards to just gdp potential is my theory from what i've heard on different conversations and podcasts and youtube videos
0: oh i didn't i didn't realize here you're, you're uh trying so hard to make sure that we have a high GDP. I just think
1: GDP is an interesting thing and money is very interesting. <laughs> I don't
0: know. It's funny how it's, it's just a random thing that someone made up where they're like, yeah, let's measure our production.
1: Yeah. I don't know enough about GDP. Um, it's just, I hear there are negative things for how it, crafts markets and the way it shapes our financial markets i guess it has some merit
0: yeah i don't think i don't think you need to know anything about gdp other than other than that it measures it measures the uh how much we produce in goods and services nothing fancy
1: yeah so gross domestic product right the gdp and Mm -hmm. it's totaling all of the product in of monetary number that's physical
0: goods we'll- or services. I mean no no it's it doesn't have to be physical. It's just it's just like it's it's measuring it's measuring anything that's created as a service or a product. Like it could be digital too. Because it's it's something that someone else would pay for. Mm.
1: Interesting. Do they find that measurement from taxes? Is that one thing like they don't have a census for it you can't just they can't know that moon tea podcast is making zero dollars what if we're making <laughs> in a hypothetical world a hundred dollars would that add to how would they know that a hundred dollars has been added to the u.s gdp
0: i think you can estimate those things pretty uh, easier than you would expect so mm. so like Let's say emissions from cars. Like you don't, you don't need to. You don't need to like try to measure how many cars there are and and all of that. Although there probably are people who do that, but you can just look at how much gas is sold. Um, that makes sense. And you can yeah, just look at
1: YouTube's <laughs> uh, quarterly reports. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know.
1: That's cool. Makes
0: sense. Um. Yeah, I'm reading Ready Player Two.
1: No way. That's cool. I never read it. I want to read it though. How do you like it?
0: It's good. Uh. Yeah. So have you read Ready Player One?
1: Mm. I'm on Ready uh, Player Zero right now.
0: No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah it's just a it's just a book and turn movie about a guy who lives in a world where you can like be in this vr like just just like this vr chamber and then there there are a bunch of people that live in in this like vr world they play games together and they go to school and they have like access to all these things like it has its own currency and it has like an entire economy and then he like solves this big challenge where at the end of it he he wins the challenge and then he he like wins the prize and he like owns the the company that built it
1: spoiler alert
0: but in the in the second one they have a they have a product where where it's virtual reality but but it it like connects to your brain, hmm. and so if if you're in virtual reality and you're like eating a meal, you can like feel the pleasure of eating that meal. So neuralink. <laughs> yeah, neuralink. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, in the movie they
1: had the the feel the feel suit right on the VR headset. There's oh yeah, sensory suit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess the one in the second one is just like a next level, it's a up. super one. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I just, I just bring it up because it's cool to think about the future and what technology can do and, and uh, we're probably overestimating the pace of technology in some ways and then underestimating it in other ways. Yeah, it's kind of like impossible there. to know for sure, but I do hope, I do hope we do some good. Like we, mm. I hope, I hope we combat climate change. Yeah. How, how
1: many years do you think it'll be till we get a bunch of electrical vehicles on the road and all the gas vehicles are up? I heard someone say something crazy in like five years and I was like, "Whoa, that sounds either. That would be cool. I don't know if that's possible though. There's just so many gas guzzlers out there. Uh,
0: well. Uh, so Norway, Norway made it so that by 2025 you will not be allowed to buy a gasoline car.
1: Really interesting.
0: <laughs> and then Washington was the first state to to do something similar. So by 2030 you are not allowed to buy a gasoline car. Interesting. Um, or I guess register a gasoline yeah. car as well. Um. But I suspect, according to Ark Invest, uh, which is a a uh, fund slash research company that invests in a lot of like high tech, uh, like publicly traded companies, um, like they they did some research arguing that right now the total, if you look at total cost of ownership. Uh, electric cars are at parity with gasoline cars wow so they have like higher initial costs so like initially they cost more uh but when you factor in the cheaper cost of electricity and like fewer repairs and all that like uh they argue that a model 3 could be pretty comparable to an accord if you drive it for like eight years interesting Um, but I think I think some of those numbers are optimistic. And then in in industry, they say that we'll reach that point where when uh, you can buy battery cells at a hundred dollars per kilowatt. Um, oh wait, yeah, a hundred dollars per kilowatt hour. And then uh, like uh, my. My dad's Model Three, I think, is like seventy kilo hours, and then it's like it's like Teslas are like the lowest battery they've ever made is like sixty. Hmm. So it's like anyway. So what what we're, and then uh and then people are saying that Tesla has has reached that cost already, but they're they're keeping it really private. Wow, so. Interesting. That's a long long long-winded way of saying that i think we're pretty close to parity like it if people were more informed about the benefits of electric cars then a lot more would be buying electric cars or like looking to buy electric cars Mm -hmm. um and and so i guess over the next five years like battery costs are gonna go down i think they've been going down like Thirty percent a year, like something crazy, like that. Really? Like, like wow. there's a there's a uh, uh, a Moore's law for battery costs. No way. And I and I think I think it's not it's not gonna work for like decades, like the real Moore's law has. But battery costs have been have been going down a lot. So, anyways, uh. So yeah, I think I think what year is it 2021? I think in 4 years I I would be surprised if in the US we still had more than 50% of cars sold being gasoline cars. Hmm. All right. You so heard yeah. it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first from a guy who who uh read it from a bunch of other people and heard a bunch of other people say it but then put it put it out here on the moon tea podcast exactly first take hot take hey, that's why you get your news first from MTP yeah
1: no that's really cool it's really cool i don't know enough about electrical things i
0: would like There's
1: to a reason have... to an electrical car especially a tesla one day the thing is i i just got a a used drive for the other week a month and it's the 2017 the newer ones have hybrid but this one is fully gas Mm -hmm. and i remember thinking you know i could possibly buy a leaf or something or an electric car and i laughed because (laughs) it's a leaf (laughs) but i was just thinking about it and uh, the technology for those types of batteries were are, seems solid enough, but I I hear that the batteries in Arizona, where temperatures get up to one hundred twenty Fahrenheit in the summer, are, don't don't do too well for batteries. And and then also I'm wondering about. I find myself not wanting to get an electrical car unless it has the capability of going autonomous,
0: because then <laughs> like.
1: I feel like that's around the corner too. Either Waymo, Google, I mean, uh, or Tesla is going to figure that one out for level
0: four. Is it? And I mean, for you, it's literally around the corner because you're you're in what twenty minutes away from Phoenix, where they ha- where they have all that. They yeah, Waymo. Yeah, yeah. We I see them all the time on the roads.
1: It's very cool. And then you got you know Tesla's all around too. But it's like. I don't want to buy an electrical car if it doesn't have the capability of going autonomous. Cause then I'll just sure for four or five years, I'll be phased out for gas and go to electric, but it's like, what, how many more years to just get autonomous vehicles that are solid. And then I have to, I can't hold a car for seven years. I feel like I'm going to be forced to purchase car after car now, even though I want to just hold buy and hold buy and hold.
0: Yeah. My, I think it would be so cool if, tesla did their robo taxi Mm. and then and then i would just like sell my car because someone would be willing to pay a lot more than i bought for it because because it can like accrue revenue just like giving autonomous uber rides to everyone you you should link uh, that video in the show notes the one by elon
1: of that vision i remember you sent it to me and you're like, this is the future of Tesla. This is why I'm so interested in it as, a, as an investment. And I don't remember, what
0: I, don't remember what, I sold,
1: what I sent you. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have to talk about it and find it. And if we do, we'll add it to the show notes. You heard this here first as well, right? No, I think it would be really cool because it'll. I thought that was a really eye-opening talk about just the roadmap of Tesla and how big of a picture they're thinking on innovation scale and such. And oh, are
0: you talking about uh their when they were talking about their AI and yeah like their neural networks and how that all works and like all the all the people that were working on the hardware and the software and like came up and gave a big talk. I'm gonna have to have myself rewatch it, <laughs> and I'll read. I'm gonna click on the show note links and see. <laughs>
1: we'll talk about it soon. I don't remember. I'll have to rewatch it yeah but i remember all the robo taxi and stuff was in it and i was like well that's yeah. a really interesting idea drop my car off go hang out with some friends eat a dinner go on a date drop the kids off you know and then... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: cars going <laughs> making me dollars i'm okay with this as you're as you're going on a date and then your your wife is at home <laughs> with, with the kids. <laughs> Wait, no, no, hold on, this came off wrong. <laughs> date kids. He's, I, he's date, your girlfriend. Take note. Oh <laughs> um, no!
1: Don't ever listen to what is this episode eight? Never, please.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I hope I hope it's I hope it's real. My my dad just bought a Model Y, and he was Congrats. he was a uh, because their their other car broke down like it wouldn't start but oh, but it's it's I
1: think my internet's cutting out
0: hello hello hey can you hear me uh oh
1: what's wrong all right all right there you go it's back I don't know okay. if it is what happened.
0: Well your your father just bought a model Y. Yeah and and I, I had to convince him to pay ten thousand more dollars to uh get full self driving. Wow. Even though, even though he's not going to use it, I was like, i'll oh, I'll pay it, please, just get it." Wow. But I have second thoughts about like I don't think it was worth it, but i it's it's more faith that that like five years from now we'll be uh, giving up giving out these Uber rides.
1: That is so cool. was I didn't I don't know. Can you give me a quick catch up? You are the closest thing that i have to a, a tesla nerd to nerd out with and <laughs> thing as in person of course but what what catch me up what's a quick fun update i didn't know i don't know much about the model y and whatnot so is, is it the only one that could get
0: autonomous right now or is there well any any
1: presence?
0: any tesla that you buy right now you can you can pay ten thousand dollars to have some they call it full self-driving but it's it's not so it's like some like better autopilot features and a, a lot of a lot of those are like in progress and like beta versions and all of that so they have a a rewrite that lets you that drives for you on like some city streets um interesting and right right now that's that's only open for like a really small group of people um, and so yeah, for so people who bought that full self driving update have access to to all of those uh, updates as as it as it comes right. but if you if you do not pay for that then you you get the uh like and, and the freeway, like, stays in the lane, stays, stays behind the car in front of you, which, you know, that's totally fine.
1: Well, how many levels did the self-driving features go up to? And which one is Tesla at right now for most of them that you're talking about the freeways? And then what do they think that full self-driving one is at? And
0: where will it get to? Mm there are five levels So like four four or five would be the goal five five literally is like no steering wheel and then four four is uh you can take over for like some weird like if you need to three is the gray area because if you get in an accident like you don't really know who's responsible is it the car or is it the person like no one really knows and then number number two is just uh, like autopilot right now.
1: Is but, Tesla what's that what's the most of them at right now? What are most of them at?
0: Two. Two. Okay. What gets it to three? Uh just slow improvements. Uh, is there
1: like a like a thing it does like goes through uh, not just highways, not- but does red stoplights and stuff?
0: Let me let me find. Let me find where is this? Level five, uh, self driving. Oh, six levels. That's not right. All right. Level zero to five. Oh, there's a zero. I feel like that's not yeah level five, the driverless car can operate on any road, any conditions that a human driver can negotiate. Level two Level three.
1: So what did they say?
0: Where- i guess i guess I guess with the rewrite, it potentially goes to number three, but Tesla will never tell you that.
1: What's the rewrite? The the rewrite for
0: the software? Oh yeah, they they re, they rewrote uh, like the some of the software stuff. Interesting.
1: All right, so they're like quote unquote two, but secretly three possibly. And
0: yeah, but they'll they're never not say it. Yeah, they'll they'll always say that the that you're the one responsible because there's always gonna be someone who dies because they over they overestimated. Autopilot's capabilities. And then level four and level five is when they're gonna have
1: to like change legislation and such to just have full driving capabilities without having at the what is it a minute they have to touch the steering wheels,
0: the steering wheel? Or is that um yeah? Well that's that's why Tesla is uh is has an insurance part of their company oh really yeah but you, you, I guess you kind of need that when like you can you can also be the one taking responsibility also you have you have access to a bunch of data and so you can you can uh like I guess underwrite more precise policies cool wow yeah that makes uh, that would be really cool I
1: guess it's like root car insurance, but even better. I don't know about root. That was an advertisement. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what that is. They're like techie. Like do more techie stuff off of GPS on your phone or you put like a thing mm. in there, the car thing.
0: Hmm. But yeah, I hope I hope Tesla does it because right now if if you if you think Tesla is going to be like a good electric car company and never do autonomy then then like like you should not hold the stock like you should you should sell it really it's it's, yeah i think it's because it'd be competing with all the other people just in the electrical vehicle market yeah like it's Hmm. it's has like i don't know 700 billion wait i don't know some giant valuation and like doesn't really make sense if you're only a car company
1: oh yeah we should do it I, I like this i haven't talked about tesla in so long oh man but but
0: if you think that if you think that uh in the foreseeable future we'll have we'll have uh these like self-driving uber tesla taxis then you know that that is a uh, several Several trillion dollar opportunity. Trillion okay. dollar? Whatever, whatever the valuation is that trillion.
1: So if they're like seven hundred billion dollars as their valuation and the market is yeah, it would probably be a few trillion, because they wouldn't capture the whole market. So the valuation would be a part partial percentage of it, right? Um,
0: yeah Yeah. it's like that's where you got crazy margins that's where you can you can like sell a car for zero profit but then make all your profit on on the autonomous network that's where tesla could have their own fleet of cars just like not sell them to people interesting um That's where that's where you can start getting into like an app store, and then start uh like Apple Apple gets like thirty percent of all the revenue of uh every time you make a purchase through the app store. So like Tesla's gonna start doing that, or like I hope they start doing that. I think that's a really good idea. Like imagine imagine you have a self-driving car, but then on the screen you can, I don't know, you have like a Yelp app that is uh, making suggestions for like where to eat. Oh, inside the car, like on the car inside dashboard. The car. Okay, yeah. so the, the or, app or, store yeah. would be
1: in the car as you're driving yeah. in it, and it can like advertise even or have a- apps that help you. And they would probably not let Apple and Google Android systems operating systems in and they'd make their own app store and monopolize it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. I would like yeah. own the experience inside the car. Wow. But yeah, that will be cool.
1: Yeah. That would be very cool. Check the show notes below. We're going to link a few things.
0: I hope so. I might forget. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll figure it out. I'll remember. Anyway, speaking of a uh, high tech stuff that, the, the uh, Apple event was kind of cool. Like those iMacs, I think are so sleek. <laughs> I did not watch it. Oh, you didn't watch it? Ah, I did it. It's so oh, bad. It's okay. Uh, it's not.
1: Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Catch me up.
0: Well, they they announced a a new iMac that uses the M1 chip. Hmm. So it's the same. It's the same chip that is on uh, the the base MacBook right now, and also the 13-inch MacBook Pro. Um, it uses it's like a chip that Apple made, and so it has a different uh, architecture. Which uh, that's that's not the point, but it's it's faster and it uh, uses less energy, and um, it's it's like incredibly powerful. But yeah, the iMac is like relatively affordable. It's like twelve hundred dollars. For the lowest cost um 24 inch green looks awesome and um yeah like i think it's really cool uh they also announced air tags so you can get like four for a hundred dollars or one for 29 dollars and they they use the whole like find my iphone network hmm. and then you you can like attach it as a keychain or it with something that you might lose the battery lasts for about a year cool 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 that's pretty cool and then they announced a new ipad pro that i don't really care about gotcha oh and then a new color for the iphone it's like purple which i also don't care about (laughs) (laughs) it always makes me sad when i have to put on a case and i'm like it's so pretty and then
1: i just put on a case so the color (laughs) doesn't really make a difference but i guess it does to some people guess it does
0: yeah but uh i didn't i didn't i only watched like four minutes of it the event but it was really cool because it's it's not live anymore and so oh wow yeah and so so it's just like all edited and so they'll they'll have like tim cook walking and then and then they'll have footage of like flying through the office like through the blade of grass and then you like you go to somewhere else like someone someone else on the campus and
1: that's so cool yeah yeah it's cool like you gotta kind of visit the campus i've never been able to visit it have you ever visited the ufo no yeah well i guess we'll have to someday
0: yeah i would i would also love to visit the the uh any of the tesla factories like the giga factory would be awesome yeah, I mean, they're, when we were in San Francisco, if you drove
1: down to South Bay, we'd drive by it, right? Didn't they have it? Yeah, the, you know, just, they have the Fremont you know, factory. It, the Fremont one, yeah. Would you want to go there? Is that, that's not a Gigafactory. The Gigafactories are in Nevada, right?
0: Uh, yeah, there's one in Nevada. Um, Austin has a Gigafactory now. Hmm. And they're building mm-hmm. one in China? Um, yeah they have one in shanghai which it's amazing like right before they started it was it was just like a plot of land like it used to be a farm a year later it was there was like there were cars coming out of it it's <laughs> unbelievable yeah oh it's goodness. unbelievable <laughs> it's like watching the sims playing the sims you just see it growing up and it
1: happens in real life
0: <laughs> and then uh every every week there would be people with with drones and they, they give you an update on like on like what part of the building got built I don't, I don't know why but there are like crazy fanatic these like fanboys that even even more than me they're like i need i need a drone and i need to go there and i need to make this like time-lapse youtube video over over a year where like it shows all the building but it's it's cool for people like me i just I just watch it at 2x speed and I'm like, oh, neat. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and then they're also building one in Berlin.
1: Ooh, ich bin ein Berliner.
0: Ich habe uh, einen Tesla auf die Tesla
1: Gigafactory. Ja? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, exciting, exciting stuff happening. Semis, semis coming out later this year. Cyber Finally, truck. that's been in the, the works for a while. Yeah, Cybertruck. Hey. Um, Is the Cybertruck coming out this year? Is it on time? Did, did, did the, uh, the I think it was on? delayed a little bit because of COVID, but uh, I think mass production will be next year.
1: Gosh, that's going to be incredible seeing
0: those on the street. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, it's the LTN tough imagine. guy car.
1: The ultimate,
0: that was kind of hard. yeah, just imagine that next to an F one fifty and me be, just being like, and what <laughs> <laughs> Hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want that. Yeah. I, I, I know a guy who <laughs> he, he he bought it uh, the one hundred dollars down payment mm-hmm. and at live at the event, so he's probably like top few hundred
0: mm-hmm.
1: well when the event happened online. And he clicked it and the website had bugged a bit. So he clicked it. It didn't go through. So he clicked it like four times and it ended up him getting five $100 tickets to Cybertruck (laughs) and he still has them. I'm like, really? Wow. What are you going to do? Like sell them? It would be cool if they embroidered your number of your order bid into the Cybertruck seat for the first few thousand. I was 2,500 of the Cybertruck. I'd be so sick.
0: Dude, I, I deposited, I made a deposit for the model three on the first day. Amazing. I was like, I don't I don't even know if I'll need a car. I just want to be part of history. It worked. It's so good. You love your model three. Yeah, except that I don't use it anymore. My mom loves it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really funny. Forgot. <laughs> you didn't bring it up to
1: Seattle, did you?
0: no no i have a i drive a uh i drive my roommates toyota corolla (laughs) love it such a good car yeah yeah it's a good car good
1: (laughs) that's funny though your mom is just cruising around no under your mom and dad now are they've been sold they've lived the life they can't go back
0: (laughs) yeah um but yeah I'm I'm excited for Tesla's product roadmap. They have a lot of cool stuff in store.
1: Oh, anything you didn't mention? Anything you want to talk about that I, I'm
0: sure I don't know of? Uh, the Roadster. Um, there'll be the Model Two eventually. Oh, which ooh, is like I didn't know which is that. like a more compact, more budget Tesla. Oh, cool. But nothing, yeah. nothing has nothing has been announced or anything like. It's not even nothing's been designed. Um, hmm. They're interesting that they're hiring designers in China. Uh, to to design a car, it's like a design a China vehicle. Oh, really? Yeah, we had a really cool ad for it where uh France whatever his last name is the uh head of design at Tesla like someone's like France and then they like sh- they show him this and then he he looks at it and he looks like he's like who built this and then he goes it's like it's an ad to apply to work at Tesla
1: what <laughs> i love it i love it so is the china car going to just be sold and made in china and distributed there or is it going
0: to be purchasable overseas i think it's going to be well it's going to be designed and made in china and then it's uh and then it'll, it'll probably be like throughout Asia. Mm. Okay, but China, China is the biggest EV market in the world. By far. Is it
1: really? Yeah. Interesting. Wow.
0: So that's that's probably the most important factory right now.
1: That makes a lot of sense. That's really cool. And then they're doing the solar panels still from uh, Solar City that they ingest that they. Uh, the solar roofing and yeah it's it's power path
0: definitely not a priority hmm. like makes sense yeah and then with batteries we have like the, the storage uh the store like battery storage for home but i think i think right now right now they're just like trying to get more and more batteries and so hmm. So that that's like another big reason why be, uh, Cause Cause, the semi is solid.
1: because of battery creation. Yeah, because it because sure. it
0: uses so much more battery per car. Wow. Um. But yeah, I mean, there there's any. I think anytime with manufacturing, there's always going to be like the thing that is that is slowing you down, or like not even with manufacturing, but like with a company that is growing that fast and so so uh so like when you make a car you have to have 100 percent of the parts and you need to put it together So like you can't have like 99 percent of the parts so there's always there's always like the last thing that is making everything lag and so yeah like that, that was part of the uh that was part of the Model 3, like, nightmare in, like, 2018, 2019. That's why Tesla stock was, like, tanking for the longest time. Um, you got it. Yeah, the pipeline issues, right? They just couldn't,
1: the quotas, it's hard. They had to, like, make 100,000 Model 3s in a quarter or something once, right? Uh, it's hard.
0: Yeah, and then they had these crazy audacious goals that obviously were not met, meant, met. and then even, even in the Tesla community, they would, uh, there was this, there was this, uh, they called it Elon time. (laughs) So it's like, someone would ask like, Hey, Elon, when are we going to see some more like full self-driving features? And he would respond on Twitter be like, uh, three months, possibly six months, definitely. And then people would be like, okay, in Elon time, what does this mean? like we we think we think this this is like one year two years (laughs) that makes a lot of sense yeah because he did not meet that timeline it was like it was like two years later where there was any difference (laughs) (laughs) but hey he uh he he put a roadster into orbit so (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) you know during a during a quarterly shareholder call uh he he literally like this is like peak model three uh like pain and like just like manufacturing hell on the quarterly shareholding quarterly shareholder holder call he literally goes if we can put a roadster into orbit then we can solve this production issue (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's fair (laughs) Yeah, talk about a
1: a high benchmark. You're like, we did this, so everything else should be easy enough.
0: (laughs) Um, But yeah, it'll be, what what was interesting was like in the 1980s and 1990s, if you looked at the top 10 uh, most valuable companies in the S&P 500, so like, american valuable companies like most of them are oil companies so it's like energy and then now now it's tech but then the the uh power of the oil and like gas companies is going down and so what another what other people are saying is that uh buying tesla stock is a is like getting exposure to like the new energy or like the renewable energy uh market i guess and like well what, what some people are betting is that tesla will like make this whole like new energy infrastructure possible where where people have uh their own batteries and like their own solar panels and it's like you know how in texas they like really want to be energy independent and so they ha- literally have their own power grid yeah like when you have your own solar panels and your own batteries like that'll be like true energy dependence yeah and that i love
1: the idea of the solar shingles that are beautiful yeah. and two directional so i just just want it for our place but we can't probably because of hoas so we need the the curved ones (laughs) but oh really yeah 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 i don't yeah i really don't think our hoa would let it stupid hoas but damn hoas darn Um, however hmm. the energy market i think that's a really cool discussion to maybe put a peg in it for today i'm sure we're running out of time but to come back to in a future episode where we talk about kind of the different, um, markets that could be and, and ways in which there are some major problems out there and what solutions are being made by really cool people that aren't just Tesla, but other cool. People oh yeah. Too. Tons of, yeah. tons of
0: companies in that space, but I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. It'll be really exciting to, uh, it was like, you know, in, in the last year, like green companies, like a lot of, a lot of those, uh, stocks have like tripled and quadrupled and uh like like yeah there's some exuberance but uh it's sending a message to those companies that you know hopefully you can survive and like people are willing to invest in you um so yeah it's it'll be like really exciting to see that happen because it's a uh, it's a free market approach towards towards uh addressing climate change yeah,
1: and right? if we've done a free free market approach to creating reusable rockets into space, I feel like we can do a free market approach to creating a pretty successful green industry.
0: Yeah, hope so. I hope so I'm, too. I'm like genuinely worried or like concerned, and like I don't I don't know what to do. But maybe maybe that's that's uh something another topic that we can discuss. Just. Yes, that that feeling of just not
1: inadequacy but inability to kind of yeah you know, what, what is it that you know let's let's dive into that that would be really good yeah. i, and I you really know, like that. yeah
0: you know it's another thing i would like to do hmm. i'm gonna call out trader joe's for having too much damn plastic in all of their products all that plastic just ends up in landfills come on trader joe's we need a change.org that we need we need some followers if I if I if I had a if I had a uh, like a big follower account, I would I would make a change.org petition and then like ask everyone to uh to get on that. I love it. At your Trader Joe's for the bags
1: that you get your produce in at Trader Joe's, uh, is it that green one that's like really light, soft? No. Flat? no. Is yours? Or is it just pl- yeah, we have like this really um, cool one? And I think it's biodegradable. Oh, cool. And the rest is is not, but I, I want to double check it because I we shop at Fry's too. And when we go to fries, it's just the regular plastic bags. Oh okay. and then when I go to Trader Joe's, I feel it and it's this, it's like a soft membrane. I'm like, I enjoy the feel of this texture. <laughs> but I, I I think there's something special about it, and I'll I'll look into it to double check. But
0: yeah, yours doesn't more data points. Mm, yeah. No, did. Well, think- I, I bought, I bought tea and each tea bag is individually wrapped in plastic. And like, who needs that? That's overkill. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, yeah. So, I've been thinking yeah.
0: about that a lot too.
1: Just plastic bags that we take stuff home in. <clears throat> what is the alternative? And there's the one you can bring from home. No one does that. It's just, is it really plastic just because it's so malleable and easily made for such cheap amounts? Is there really nothing else that can be done? I was looking up YouTube videos on it and there's like, people that are able to make cement blocks out of plastic now in, in Africa. And that was a really cool thing, but Arizona doesn't recycle. We have recycling bins we take out, but I don't think we have a recycling facility. I think it all goes to a trash dump and it makes me really sad. We're barbarians.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you can't like most plastic doesn't get recycled. Anyways, like this, this will not be recycled. It sucks. but it doesn't make sense. Like, how is,
1: is that really the only way we can do this? Is there really no other tech? It would be cool if we can explore that. Maybe we can find someone to bring on as we yeah. hit our te- nine, 10, 11 plus episode counts to yeah. start to find these types of thought leaders and, and talk with them. I'd be so down. Okay. Correction.
0: This might be recycled because it's, it's, the, <laughs> it's the highest quality plastic that can be recycled interesting but uh but yeah um yeah i don't know i feel like I feel like that would be a cool episode where we just discuss uh how to save the world <laughs> just like, as as a as a one one of the seven billion people in the world how to save it but hey it's, it's a it's ambitious but it's it's uh,
1: worth trying we should see who we can bring on to educate us just about that knows about like, who's the highest tier person we can get <laughs> to, to hop on and talk about it. And just be like, yeah, tell me more. Well, let's, let's start with Al Gore. So, all right. Al Gore, let's tweet him. We have one tweet on MTP. Let's, uh, let's go. Who does back Al Gore? Would you like to close? All right it's been a fantastic day everybody i hope you all have had fantastic days and weeks and weekends thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Moontee podcast with john and hugh your co-hosts we hope you tune in next time thank you so much see you later peace